0: Hi, Katie, and welcome to our Sporting Global podcast. It's uh, it's a pleasure having you here.
1: Oh, thank you, Ole. I'm delighted to be here today. And I'm looking forward to our chat. Thank you for the opportunity.
0: Absolutely. And I mean, like, your house house life in the UK these days. Like, I I guess it's kind of crazy.
1: We're in (laughs) London lockdown. Um, I managed to get out uh, on Sunday. And I actually took um, a, a short video of me um advertising the web summit by the suffragette memorial in london so uh, oh, nice. it was great check it out online but it was great to uh, get out and about for a bit although obviously right. i don't want to get in trouble
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no i mean like within the within the parameters you know within the regulations of course and i mean like you have to just take the opportunity when you can you know just getting that fresh air getting out and and i mean like promoting a, a great opportunity. And for those of you that are tuning in today, you know, we we're going to talk a lot about some interesting things here with with, with Katie about Sega, you know, about, you know, sports integrity and, and equality and there's a lot of stuff that you've been part of Katie. And if you want to hear more stuff like this, you know, make sure to like the video, you know, maybe maybe subscribe to the YouTube channel. We would really appreciate it too and and check out what Sega is doing, you know, because they're doing a lot of cool things. But but Katie, I mean, like we're just gonna dive right into it, and I'm kind of like curious, how did your journey in the sport industry begin?
1: I think like everyone, Olay, in sport, it begins with one word, and that's passion. Right. And um, I think sport has really been a huge anchor in my life. Yeah. It's kept me on the straight and narrow. Unfortunately, I'm not good enough to be a, an athlete. <laughs> but um, privately, you know, whether it's running or playing team sports. It's kept me going uh, in my darkest hours um, and certainly in lockdown, um, you know, keeping up the exercise and physical activity. And that passion, really, whether it's to watch sport or participate in sport, really does um, keep you going. And obviously, I've had the uh, enriching experience to be able to combine my passion with my career. And when I first started out as uh, thinking that I wanted to do law, um, I didn't realize there was such a thing as sports law. Right. Uh, And it was only it was only when I did a thesis on sports, media and entertainment law uh, at law school. I thought, wow, that is amazing. Um, (laughs) And it's definitely a lot interesting than uh, probate law from my perspective. Right.
0: I I think everyone just like, you know, are tired of regular regular law and just like, okay, when you put the sports element into it, you know, it's just it's just something unique, something special.
1: Exactly (laughs) right, Ole. And it's um. The, I mean, there's so many different areas of law that sports combine. it's contract, it's litigation, it's commercial, it's sponsorship, wow. um, it's employment law, and in some cases, criminal proceedings, uh, we'll yeah, get onto yeah. that <laughs> later on, but that really um, you know, did drive me, combination of the professional side with law, and also the passion of what I'm interested in, and any of your viewers um, out there who are interested in pursuing a career um, in sports, you Know, don't do it, but do
0: it with passion and right. do it with drive, yeah. uh, and you will succeed. Absolutely, I mean, like, we could almost wrap it up and just say, All you need to succeed in sports is passion, you know, like that's what yeah. <laughs> it comes down to. <laughs> we're, we're, we're down here, no, 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 <laughs> but uh, but I mean, like, it's really fascinating, Katie. And I think you touched upon really something important, of like, you know, you, you, you just know find that passion around around sports and and also like maybe realizing right how 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 much you know key elements are important in sports in order to make it work like you mentioned sort of like your your law background and just you know I, i think that's sort of like an interesting thesis as well that you brought up i mean like that that must be a fun concept to to dig deeper into how how is that experience
1: oh it was fascinating um i did some cases um um, probably the most memorable on the entertainment side was a famous case I studied about yeah. Naomi Campbell and throwing a mobile phone and assistant so those <laughs> sorts of things injunctions privacy and those right. sort of subject areas are really interesting right. and what we can all relate to it's not like creating a debenture for banking law which was one of my first jobs
0: right, uh, to do right.
1: where, where really it didn't leap off the page at me when you see sport and it's played and in the entertainment world it becomes real yeah. and um, and that's what really drives me putting those two together
0: right now I mean make, it makes makes a lot of sense um and and obviously you know you also sort of like build up I guess or like sort of like had a have a huge passion for, for sports integrity and quality which which obviously led you to be part of the SEGA team and tell us a little bit about this passion and I guess like sort of like the purpose behind SEGA because I think it's important for people you know that maybe don't know about SEGA yet to like okay what's what, what is SEGA all about?
1: Yeah I'd love to explain about what SEGA is about and I would say that when the CEO and myself go and speak to a new SEGA member or a new partner like Sporting Global um, or even a new employee, we don't say that it's um, a job. SEGA is a mission and its mission is is clean sport free from corruption. And all of the work that we do is underpinned by a set of universal standards on sport integrity. And those standards touch on four areas, good governance, financial integrity, sports betting integrity, yeah. and youth development and child protection. And what we're doing, we're not a think tank, we're an action tank and we're change makers. Yeah. And sports, and I think it's quite surprising that sport is probably the last industry to have any independent oversight. Right. So we've created our standards and I'm working with several sports organizations to implement those standards. And then we have um, appointed the British Standards Institute to um, review um, and assess uh, uh, these standards in accordance with, um, you know, our principles, and we will rate the standards and rate sports organizations compliance with them on an annual basis. And that drive is to bring about cultural change. So for example, on the subject of gender equality, how diverse is your board? Do you have gender equality? Yeah. Because the sponsors that that and that issue is an important to many sponsors. They want to align with brands that do and sports right. organisations that that have that in place. And so that's why we're bringing about cultural change. Yeah. Um, in order to to do that, so SEGA, in a nutshell, we're a non for profit association. Yeah. We're global. We're registered currently under Geneva um, uh, under Swiss law, but we pursue a global mission, and we've created SEGA America recently. SEGA Europe, with plans to expand in Latin America too.
0: Awesome. I mean, like it, it's a really great initiative, and as you talk about, too, like why isn't it anything? I guess like this in in sports, right? Sort of like I guess like you know it's been also we always talk a little bit about like you know what is how is the sport industry you know being professionalized and how fast it's been going especially in the last decade you know and like even just looking at the last 10 years of like how fast the industry has been moving forward a lot of things you know the typical ways of how the industry has been doing things and, and having these sort of regulations these kind of tools and access you know it's, it's what's going to drive the industry forward and I think like, you know, with our focus of helping the, the young generation, I guess the students and sport professionals there that are trying to find their path, it's like, how do you, how do you understand, you know, the new trends of the industry? And I think like, you know, what you guys at SEGA are doing is sort of like part of that new trend, you know, of like, how do we keep, uh, you know, the structural insights in, in order to, you know, make sure that both organizations, the organizations, the, the sponsors and so forth are, are following the the necessary standards to keep the industry moving forward in in several different ways.
1: No, that's absolutely correct. And you know, driving change, um, it's challenging, but yeah. ultimately, especially after COVID, every penny that a sports organization spends is going to be accountable. So you right. know, if they can show that to, you know, by complying with the financial integrity standards uh, and show that to the sponsors, the fans, the consumers, that they're a gold standard, then that will only drive greater business for them
0: ultimately. Right, Right. No, 100%. Um, And and you mentioned some of like the initiatives that obviously that SIGA have been doing already with with some of the events, and there's another one coming up, coming up soon. But Obviously, you've been creating the SEGA Youth Forum, uh, which we obviously were part of. Really appreciate that, and it was a it was a great panel. Uh, I think I think it was a huge huge success. I hope I hope you guys you know thought it was great as well. Um, and and of course, now the upcoming SEGA Web Summit uh, on female leadership. So for those that sort of like are thinking, okay, this is this is an interesting topic. This is something that I you know maybe want to learn about or like want to be part of. Then can you give us sort of like a sneak peek of what people can expect to to see and learn during that summit
1: oh i'd love to i think first i'd like to address the youth forum and it was absolutely fantastic your panel especially which is you know to inspire young people uh to to you know have a career in sports and also you're you're a prime example ole of a young person who hasn't waited for um, a career to happen, you've knocked down the doors, smashed nah. those ceilings, and made it happen. And that entrepreneurship, you know, I really do commend. And that's what I learned from um, having the the the, web, uh, the youth forum. Um, we had we had, we had a huge impact. We touched fifty one countries that youth forum, nice. and it's all about driving um, a global change nice. uh, and creating a global movement and um, that youth forum was just the kickoff we appointed the youth council towards the end of last year Mm -hmm. and um, we will it's important for us to not only teach integrity but also listen to the young people and i was really impressed with that sport integrity is a key driver for them uh, and because ultimately they are the future leaders and we need to not only influence change at the top but we need to influence change um, with the future leaders and there'll be a meeting together. So right. that's what's really important for us. But uh, as regards to the Web Summit on female leadership in sport, obviously it's a huge, huge passion and uh, exciting drive and initiative that Seed is moving forward. It's actually, it's not just all of our events are not just thought leadership um, events in themselves. They are trigger points to create global action. Right. So I've been, uh, back in 2018, Uh, we created the Seager Women uh, Global Mentorship Programme. And I coordinate and lead that initiative. Um, I have to say in lockdown, Ollie, it's absolutely exploded. I've got (laughs) 50 mentors from around the world, whether it's from FIFA, MasterCard, MLB, just to name a sample. Right. um, To, uh, right through to um, the 50 global mentees. So we're all over the world. And the programme is, it's a yearly cycle. It's open to women. 24 years um, or over and um, it's really fantastic to see the dynamics triggered. We have four digital workshops uh, throughout the course of the year in groups and then we're paired with our mentees and have bilateral workshops. So the the Seager Web Summit is the pinnacle of the uh, Seager Women Movement and we've got 12 live webinars, we've got keynote speeches Um, I just got confirmed so sneak peek that the Director General of the united nations office in geneva she's confirmed as wow. well as the chair of the b20 um, so it's everything from serious issues which is you know gender parity in the boardroom, yeah. right through to um, having some sport fashion and how sport fashion is changing cultures so it's a real uh, mix of topics all underpinned by sport integrity and i encourage everyone to register and be part of it we need you
0: absolutely i mean like it is an amazing initiative Uh, i mean like we're happy to support it and uh, i think it's like i think you touched upon something really important like sort of like you know of course how do we educate or like help stimulate this sort of like movement or or i guess you know actions at the top level but as sort of like our focus too is like how do we help the 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 upcoming leaders you know like those that are going to take this over and and it's fascinating i think to see like you know what what kind of like are important for the for those young people like they already so like conscious about like their decisions like their habits you know these kind of like okay what is important for me and and, and i think it's it's just like proves like the point of like where we're going now and like with the initiatives like like sega with the with, with the with the different kind of forums and 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 summits it, it's a way of like helping you know, these young professionals as well and and, and those future leaders like be aware and, and understanding also the challenges that are in the midst of this and, and how can they, you know, get involved. So I highly encourage all of you that are listening and, and tuning in to, you know, check that out. We'll have the link in bio and all this stuff and and don't miss out, you know, it's a great, great opportunity and I'm sure you will learn learn a lot. But we have to go a little bit back into the youth forum because I'm kind of like curious, you know, of course, like you said, okay, it was a great panel. Like it was a great, great forum, a lot of great speakers, a lot of young people like having their voices heard and, and speaking, you know, about their experiences. But what were some of the key lessons you learned from the event from your side? And, and why is it important to educate, you know the youth on, on sport integrity?
1: I think the key lessons I learned was that young people, and you hit on it just in your intro there, was that they are more conscious. Certainly, you know, they're holding brands and sports accountable. Yeah. And I saw the, the real enthusiasm um, that they want, that they're not often given the opportunity to speak. It's yeah. always a hierarchy. And we need to break that down. Um, You know, uh, we cannot just because we're older hold on to that power. And Mm -hmm. I really believe in empowering the youth. Um, Certainly, I learned... I'm learning from them all the time, especially, right. um, and I'm going to give a big shout out to Andalea, um, who's who's doing our Instagram feed, um, right. who's who's there, who's on our youth council. Couldn't do it without you. Right. <laughs> no <laughs> idea. You know, I'm running the Twitter, she's running the Insta. So those nice. are sorts of lessons, really good lessons to learn. I think the social media part, you know, they know how to influence more, and we need that. We need that sort of um you know that innovation and I think young people do bring innovation and um you know I encourage you know we're giving the youth council a voice on our structures and yeah. the, uh, we're trying to lead by example and I know the FA have a, a youth council as well uh, and I, I encourage all sports organizations to uh, to bring on the young people in a meaningful way yeah. uh, to create the changes they need to
0: yeah, and, and as you talk about too, like having that balance, I guess, between like those, those mentors, the mentees and, and, and the young people and having like someone you can like, you know, learn from, look after and, and get inspired by. It. So it's always like, you know, of course, giving, giving those young people a voice and, and at the same time, like, you know, learning from the ones that have been there, you know, for, for a time. But at the end of the day, as you talk about, it's like, how do we actually, you know, provide valuable insights actions and, and taking a stand you know doing doing actually something about it because that, that's what it comes down to there, there's a lot of people you know talking and, and and providing a lot of you know knowledge but but actually putting down actions I think I think that's what's going to be like a key differentiator and showcasing okay we're not only talking about the movement but we're we're being there we're, we're taking the the steps necessary in order to make it happen
1: yeah, I love that. Make it happen is my <laughs> mantra, actually. So,
0: um, yeah, it's not
1: enough just to have it in words, but it's making it a reality. And that's what the SEGA Women Global Mentorship Program is about. Yeah. It's about women doing something for other women. Um, yeah. We've got to start with ourselves and we've got to help each other. Every experience, any part, any sort of discrimination I've experienced, I'm sure those are the similar cases all around the world. Why don't I and my fellow mentors share those and how we dealt with it with the young women so that when they come to experience that, it's easier for them. Why not make it easier? And that's what uh, I believe we all have a responsibility with our careers, whether we're a man or a woman, uh, which is to help the next generation and leave that legacy so that they're better than us.
0: Yeah, no, 100 percent. Make it happen. I mean, like that's 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 what it comes out to. And and just to clarify, we did not discuss that before the podcast began. I we just didn't. hit that right on the head. So that's just lucky. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm sending you telepathic waves. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, like we, we just like you know I have that ability, I guess. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but but let's but let's move on. I mean, like we're we're about to wrap up sort of here, like with the podcast as well. And, and I'm kind of like curious of. Of like you know you've been obviously working with Sega a few years now and like you know being into the sports law ecosystem like focusing on you know law integrity you know equality and and what are some of the changes that you've seen the last few years and and what steps should the industry focus on moving forward I guess we have talked a little bit about it already but but sort of like how do you how have you seen like your yeah. sort of like yeah how do you see things changing.
1: I think it's a really interesting question, Ole, and I have to cast my mind back to when, just before we set up Sega, which is back in 2015, um, our CEO now, Emmanuel and I were working with each other in a different capacity. um, And that capacity did really trigger um, the birth of Sega. And what Emmanuel um, set me up to do, no no small feat, was he asked me to lead a project uh, with Harvard uh, Kennedy School, on how transparent was the football profession, men's professional football industry? Mm. So I went with Professor Matt Andrews, and we we opened up the door to, you know, many football, you know, FIFA, UEFA were involved as well as all of the uh, lots of samples of, of uh, soccer clubs from around the world. Yeah. And what it came down to, and obviously our CEO Emmanuel did know what the answer was. He didn't know the exact percentage, but right. he knew that from a transparency point of view, it was pretty dark. There's yeah. actually 90, 90% of soccer, uh, football is a dart, was a dark space back in 2015. Wow. And we had an event um, which was actually at the WIPO um, in Geneva, which is the World Intellectual Property Office. Yeah. And we called it the FITS Forum, the Financial Integrity and Transparency in Sport. Yeah. And that really was the, the genesis of SEGA without even knowing what SEGA right. was because we gathered all sides of the industry Um, which are the stakeholders that make up our coalition. We gathered sport, we gathered sponsors, we gathered uh, international organizations, we gathered governments um, all around this uh, to discuss what was the issue. And let's not beat around the bush at at the backdrop in 2015, yeah. Um, you know the, the the head of FIFA had just been decapitated metaphorically speaking
0: right, right, um, for, right, right.
1: for and in, and a whole load of um, sports officials were indicted and yeah. um, by this by the Swiss authorities so sorry by the US authorities so yeah, uh, and then Switzerland so that was the state of it in 2015 and all of the work we're doing at Sega is to eradicate corruption through these universal standards. And I really think that we can affect change really effectively through our, uh, our rating system, which will then hold sports organizations accountable. But what I've seen in the last few years is that sports organizations are not being reactive. They're being proactive. This mm. is not an effort to um, you know, name and shame. It's, it's, right. a, it's an opportunity to uh, for sports organizations to say, look, we need some governance can you help us and we'll work with them to ensure that they are compliant and give them a transitionary period and then we will publish the rating and that's during the pilot phase and I'm working with several European federations as well as international federations and national Olympic committees during that pilot phase and when we announce those results I believe other sports organizations will see the benefit and want to get their house in order too and it's, it's um, it's an evolutionary process. Other changes I've seen is obviously the BLM movement last year, huge trigger, um, not just um, for race, but other other issues as well. Um, And I think that these social social movements are now changing. We're not waiting for governments. We're not waiting for lawmakers. We are empowering ourselves to make the change. And that's what SIGA is, empowering um, the sports organizations to come along a journey with us.
0: And I guess like in a sense too, it's it it was sort of like, you know, how can I say the timing right for it as well. Like looking back into everything that happened. I remember I was sitting in the US as well, like during my during my program at USF and everything like this happened, you know, and and I was like, Wow. I mean like everybody knew like something sketchy was up, you know. It wasn't Yeah, it wasn't a surprise. You know, it wasn't a surprise, yeah, as you said, but but it, but it, I mean like I, I think for any anything to happen there has to be you know whether that's a startup or an initiative or a, or a movement it it's sort of like the timing of things you know like something has to like trigger that effect to really shoot it off and I think you know of course the the, the effort and and the research and all the elements that you guys were doing plus the situation you know and in that was happening in switzerland and in the us like that just sort of like elevated the importance of okay we Mm -hmm. have to look at this differently and i think everyone was just like you can't go around the bush anymore like you actually have to do things by by the book and and i think that also leads to like okay how do we solve that those kind of challenges and issues that that are there and will still be there in, in in some time for sure but but there's a way of, like, you know, timing, right? I think always, like, timing is is the way to go around it. We talk a lot about that with Sporting Global, too, of, like, mm-hmm. okay, the time is now, you know, for a, for a different way and a new way of, like, changing how the recruitment is done, you know, because it's been done in a very old-fashioned way for such a long time, and, and there has mm-hmm. to be a change. And with that, you know, you just compliment like, you know, what you guys see you guys doing, like, the importance of values and, and you see like they're like the new generation they, they they just don't they just look they start looking at the big picture here like what is what is the tiny details that I have to look at and how do I fit in, in into this landscape it's no longer about Everyone wants to work for Barcelona or Real Madrid. I guess, like you know, a lot of people still want to do that. But but it's also like, okay, but why do I want to work for Real Madrid? Why do I want to work for you know Barcelona? Like, what's what's in there that makes sense for me to be part of? Not longer just a oh, Barcelona or or whatever brand or 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 you know big organization that might be. And I think that's that's really important and together you know with with your initiative and, and hopefully ours too is is a way of like you know finding and, and understanding these kind of elements in a much better way for the future leaders so they can you know make an impact as well and and, and making taking actions.
1: I, I totally agree making it happen now is the time uh, we, we feel like I feel like we share the same mantras all the time. I mean, but, I, that, that's uh,
0: why we're. Uh, that's why we have this partnership, you know. All exactly,
1: <laughs> exactly. But in innovation, um, cultural change, uh, and also, um, I think that values are the new oil um, of the world. And I think when we recover with integrity um, after this pandemic, um, the values I think we've all learned and and celebrated. Um, different areas of our life that the pandemic has taught us, um, yeah. whether or not we were ready for it right. uh, or, or wanted it. But I think that those values moving forward are absolutely key. And um, it's a pleasure to have our partnership and share the same values because that's what that's, you know, we haven't even met in person yet, Ollie, have right. we? But, no, we uh, but enough. we share that. And, and, and even in COVID, we've managed to drive some good partnerships and initiatives forward, which I'm loving
0: absolutely me too it's been it's been an absolutely absolutely pleasure it's been a pleasure having you part of this podcast and and i mean like we're just gonna wrap up with a final final question and and for us you know we always try to help out you know the students young professionals the future leaders of the industry that are sitting here and just like i think now they're just sitting like wow there's a lot of fascinating things happening in the industry and 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 i want to see you know and i think it also sheds like in this I guess how hard the pandemic, the COVID has been. It, it's sort of like nice having something that you see that things are happening. Movements are happening. Actions are happening. Things are providing results. And I, and for the upcoming leaders, this is the time to be part of it. You know, it's a great mm-hmm. time to be part of sports because there's so much things happening. But from your side of things, like what, what kind of tips do you have for these sort of students? sport professionals that are they're trying to get their foot in the door you know like what tips do you have for them don't be passive be proactive believe in yourself yeah and dream uh, big you know live as you dream dream big 100 i mean like i don't even i don't even want to say anything to that <laughs> it, it, it's all <laughs> Those are my I three mean, tips. Like, it, it all makes sense it all makes sense i, I think it's you're putting right on it especially you know sort of being proactive you know we, we talk about it almost like every week on um on, on, on things we we go around it's like at the end of the day no no one is waiting for you like you yeah. have to take the initiative and, and i mean like kdsu like with, with sega with other you know the the old initiatives you've been involved in you know it's it, it, it's taking that initiative you know being proactive if like a lot of people can talk about it but unless you do anything about it nothing happens that, that's the reality and and that i think is the, the the key lesson for you guys that are sitting home and you know maybe trying to find your path to it's like take the step you know you got to take the responsibility for your actions and, and 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 show your interest you know maybe maybe one of that initiative for you is is being part of the you know the the, the 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 female leadership summit you know maybe it's uh, you know creating a profile sporting global maybe it's you know reaching out to somebody like those tiny little steps is towards your path of reaching that goal you have in the industry and that's what matters but you got to start somewhere you know that that's what it comes down to yeah
1: start today register for the web summit and we're doing it through an awesome app uh, and it's you can once you've registered, it's free to register stand by you just click on the option stand with Sega, which is in support of five sport integrity goals, which no one can argue with. Um, and so get <laughs> right. your free ticket. And um, the app gives you the opportunity to network with other like minded uh, men and women. This is not an event just for women. Men, we need you. We can't do it without you. So, Ollie, <laughs> you better be there.
0: <laughs> I'll be there. No doubt.
1: <laughs> Great. Thank you.
0: So with that, Katie, I will thank you so much for your time, for, you know, having a great conversation once again. Uh, I mean, like, I, I can't wait to the day where we're sitting in London or maybe you want to come over to Norway. Who knows? <laughs> you know, may, maybe. Get both. me out of here. Get me out but, of yeah, yeah, That's why I said Norway, you know, and like it's less people, you know, it's it's. You know we can just be in the nature it's all good uh and uh and yeah it's been a pleasure having you here and uh, thank you thank you so much for taking the time and um with every every video everything we do we always finish with these nuggets, which means see you later in the reach so now oh. you know somewhere recent? cool <laughs> see you later <laughs> all right <laughs> thank you kitty